code switching Love Talk Radio. <laughs> Welcome to the war room. We got Tess, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. out there in War Room land. You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dev McMillan. I'm in the building with my fam, B. Austin, Jimmy the Blueprint. Y'all know, just, just you know, it, it's just about to be a hot one, man. Call in. A lot of stuff has happened this week. NBA free agency has been shocking thus far, to say the least. And um, signing day is tomorrow, so we're going to see if all of these crazy moves stick, but we're about to wrap. So keep it locked right here for this and everything else happening in the world of sports. And if you want to get in on the conversation, you know what to do. Make sure you sign in right now to the JW Philly Realty chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at war room sports. You can also call us directly in about 15, 20 minutes when we open up the digital extreme tech hotline. That number is three, two, three, four, one, zero, 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 one, two. We're going to get a few, out of the way before we start going to the phone lines. But one last thing before we get everything started, make sure that during the week when we're not live on the air, check out archive episodes of our show at warroomsports.com, the War Room Sports mobile app, which is free on Android and um, iOS. I almost forgot what that was called. Um, tune in, Stitcher, and most other places you do your podcast listening. All right, what Stutter up, B? Stanley. <laughs> Stanley. Stanley. My bad. But listen. <laughs> Um, I just I I just wanted to know, you know, has, has Magic called you yet? You know, about running with the King, you know, because it seemed like he's just reaching out to anybody and everybody. He like, look, I got the big prize now. You know, everybody's so excited that they're not even gonna notice all this my, crap that I'm putting around them. My, <laughs> my phone, so, uh, my phone should, and because you know LeBron likes guys that stand still and shoot from 24 feet away. And I can definitely do that. I might not do much else, but I can definitely stand still and shoot from 24 feet away. So, I don't Maddie, know, man. I've been hearing rumors of them trying to run something differently. And if you look at everybody that they've signed so far, then maybe those rumors are true. <laughs> because this is not a regular LeBron James. Like a lot of those guys, if you look at LeBron James' 15-year career, a lot of the guys that they're putting around them right now and some of the guys that they already had on the team, they don't actually fit what LeBron does. But remember, we heard those rumors about a month ago that at his next stop, he wanted to play a little more off the ball. But even with that being said, off the ball doesn't mean he's they not going to get it for the drive and kick sometimes. So what the hell is he going to kick? Depending on, depending on a lot of layups. Yo, Lance Stevenson, God bless him, he will shoot a three, but that does not mean that he makes a lot of And Rayon, Rayon Rondo is, is, yo, he down with the golf. He, he he my man, but he can't shoot a gun if it's aimed for him. I ain't going to speak about the, uh, the, bull, the, the bull with the father with the pops that y'all like. I ain't going to mention his name yet on the show. Uh, 
I don't know. They It's weird. Shooters. And we're going to talk about it. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have, <laughs> you know, some callers call in to talk about it. I'm pretty sure some Lakers fans going to call in excitedly and talk about it. Jimmy will be on with us in a few minutes to talk about it. But um, let's do some, some, some other shit. stuff. Let's, <laughs> let's get some stuff out of the way so we can get into all this NBA hype from the week that was. So, look, we're going to talk about what happened this week while y'all were on the grind. On the grind is brought to you by Sports the Book. You guys tired of reading the same sports books with the same list, rankings, imaginary starting lineups, GOAT comparisons, and all kind of subjective information, and, and basically <laughs> book trolling pass off as facts. Well, look, be sure to pick up your copy of Sports. Smart people only read the sports. It's a mixture of sports and hip-hop culture will keep you on the edge of your seat and laughing like you're watching a comedy special. But it's good stuff, good information inside. Just go to sportsthebook.com or get your copy from our website at warroomsports.com. But whatever you do and wherever you get it, just make sure you don't miss that movement. All right, man, there was an enormous brawl. And I got the air quotes up. We're not in simulcast, so y'all can't really see me. But I got the air quotes up. Um, there was a FIFA League brawl in the uh, qualifying <laughs> game for the World Cup action, and it was between Australia and the Philippines. Now, if you've seen this brawl on the Internet, you would see that a big part of this brawl, uh, <laughs> a big participant in this brawl was Milwaukee Bucks forward son maker. Thin maker, whatever you want to call him. And, you know, he is um, an Australian national by way of the Sudan. So, you know, before people go asking, like, man, he's from Australia? Um, yeah, pretty much. But, 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 but something happened where one of his guys got an elbow, a purposeful elbow to the face, and then Thon Maker went crazy. The only part about this yep. is that Thon Maker can't fight. He was throwing... <laughs> So he was he was doing jump kicks, but he only jumps like two inches off the ground. So his feet was going towards people's shins. He was like he he would go from one dude and do a jump kick, and then run to another part of the brawl and just dive on somebody. What's wrong with dude? What's the what's the aggression about? He don't get enough minutes in the in the league. Did you see this video, B? <laughs> okay. B, did you see the video? All righty then. <laughs> All right, I think B. Austin uh, is having some technical difficulties right now, so we'll keep going without him for the moment. But yeah, it was it was a very interesting brawl to say the least. There were fights breaking out. Everywhere, on all parts of the court, uh, off the court, out near the crowd. It was it was a very interesting uh, situation going on in this FIBA game. And I think we got uh, B. Austin back with us. B, what did you think about when you saw this video and Thon Maker going crazy like that? I was like, first of all, why are you so angry? They made peace in the Sudan, really. You should be happy. 
Um, another another thought that I had was, how did Andre Blatch end up Filipino? Because all you can really see is Ron Maker and Andre Blatch, because they're the two biggest and blackest people in the uh, in the media. And then the other thing that I thought about, which was kind of funny, there's a boy from D.C. with the last name Goodwin. I think he's half Filipino, and he lives around the corner from my mother-in-law. And I was like, well, were you in the video? Fighting. <laughs> that was all I got. I, 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 I don't understand what Thon Maker was so angry about. I don't understand why Andre Blatch plays for the uh, <laughs> Filipino national team. I don't know what the tie is there. I don't know why they were fighting in the first place. Y'all are Australian and Filipino and playing basketball. Just be happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking that up. Um, they say his nationality is American Filipino, so he must got a real black ass daddy and a Filipino uh, mommy or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I've I know never that, known him. We've covered him. No, he played for the Wizards for so he, many years. He naturalized, Dad. He's not a real Filipino. He just wanted to play on the national team. So he literally just went over there, joined the team, joined the, the Filipino League, and is now a naturalized citizen. He's not He's not that's Filipino lot, by birth. That's a lot to do for nothing. Yeah. Like, are they even going to qualify? No. They're not the best team in Asia by far. Uh, so By you're far. gonna go through the trouble. That's the that's the team you're gonna go through the trouble for. All right, good job, Andrew. I mean, we've yeah. never. I can tell you, we've never accused him of being the you know the brightest ball <laughs> in any land. So um, you know, shout out to him and not qualifying for that the Olympics or nothing ever. <laughs> yo, at this anyway, he's not. Yo, at this stage of his career, he's not good enough to make the best Asian team. <laughs> so. I, I know. <laughs> so, your man, famous Jameis. I know you know you held you held him in pretty high regard. You know, he's he's at this point he might be the dude can't get right. But there was a report earlier this week that after his latest bout with trouble and the three game suspension he received from the NFL, that he was dropped by his agents. Now a lot of the stories now are saying that they ended their relationship, they parted ways, they're making it sound mutual. But when the story first dropped, it was his agents leaving him. So so my question no, is, like, how, how much of a jackass must you be that your agents drop you? Agents get fired all the time. They get left behind all the time. But you're getting a yep. percentage of everything he makes, everything he does, but you feel that he's too much of a problem for you to continue. Like, is Jameis – I've seen pundits, and these are former players, so this is a part of the brotherhood. I've seen people on NFL Network say that Jameis should probably get cut. They're saying that, it, like, it's that bad, like a, a quarterback being in this situation. And, you know, and before we even, you know, spin it the other way, these are, you know, brothers, former players. I don't know how much brothers they really are, but, you know, these dudes on TV saying that he should get cut. So, I mean, we know of his kind of quote-unquote checkered history with just immaturity off the field. But do you think it's to the point where yeah. you think um, the Buccaneers should be looking to move on? I'm even hearing rumors about 
the Buccaneers having some interest in Nick Foles. Should should he get cut? Yeah. Uh, I I have mixed I have mixed emotions about this or mixed feelings rather not emotions because I don't really care about Jameis. Uh, I feel the same way about Jameis that uh, Dre and Michelle feels about Jameis, which is nothing. Um, I I, I kind of I the point. Uh, to your point, your man Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick was volunteering to go to Tampa Bay to whoop Jameis's tail. It seemed like <laughs> Lewis is a cool cat. He don't even get out of pocket ever. He's like the Black James Bond. So I was. He's real mad. The point I think that's really getting under people's skin is Jameis is in a leadership position as a quarterback. We know what a quarterback represents. A point guard on a basketball team. Uh, to some folks, I guess, a pitcher or a catcher on a baseball team, whatever, a position of leadership that singularly steps above the rest of the team, that's your, that's your quarterback. And, See, so and, I, and I understand is, that, B, but their final straw yeah. is him groping somebody in an Uber when ben, Big Ben been out there laying the rape game down for how many years? Yeah. I mean, because, no, 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 because he doesn't do anything immature outside of laying the rape game down. You know, he gets looked right. at a little bit differently. I mean, I don't want to pull that other, card because I do know Jameis is an immature dude. We talk about Jameis a lot doing dumb stuff. But that's the other side of Also, Ben, also Ben won the Super Bowl. When you win, you get away with all kinds of stuff. I mean, yeah, you, you get yeah, you get championships right all right all wrong. Oh yeah, because man was sending crotch shots. After I also was going to say with with Jameis. That's the other side to that with me. It's like I get it with him being in that position of leadership, but the other side of that is in the real world, Adam Pacman Jones would probably be an ADAX, a maximum security, and they could let him get off about 19 times. So I, I, at, at this point, I use Adam Jones as the, the barometer for all NFL behavior because he's one who has gotten so 21 chances. If you can piss people off more than Adam Jones to the point they're calling for your head, and something must be wrong. I, I feel oh, you got I, it. I, I, but, but also, 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 2018 <laughs> is a different time than even 2016 or 2015. Like, yeah, 2018 yeah. Is, is completely different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me sensitive too. Times very sensitive. Like the sensitivity has boiled over in 2018. You got the Me Too movement, the the fed up movement. Even so, like Jameis, to even be in this position where agents are dropping you, people who most likely had your back before are saying that you probably should get cut. We're going to have to bring something back. Shout out to the homie Court Bennett because he's been, he been asking for this for a while. Yo, I, I think Jameis should be the first one, fellas, to, to get, a, get a JoJo in a long time. Jojo, like, yeah, fellas, yeah. I ain't let me serenade the audience in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Jojo's back, so he's backed up. We're giving them to everybody. <laughs> All right, so look, um, did y'all hear about that story uh, with the Thailand youth soccer team who's been trapped in a cave for the last nine days? First of all, they didn't know that they were still alive until uh, maybe two, three days ago. Like, for the first six or seven days, they just thought that this team – and I never really got the whole gist of the story of why the hell they were in 
cave in the first place? Why they in a cave? Some, some Why they in a cave? Trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thailand, though. It's not, you know, European. So it's it's like... You can't play soccer in a cave, B. <laughs> must have been a trip, like a field trip or something. But they got stuck in the cave with a bunch of, like, rising waters and stuff like that. They've been found after seven days and for the last couple of days they've been plotting on ways to actually get them out of there like while they're in their trap they're actually getting like swim lessons and all that kind of stuff because there's going to be some daring rescue that's going to call for them <laughs> to kind of you know help everybody in this die. whole thing i see, I see everybody dying this would be a everybody dying this would be a movie Every- in a couple of years if somebody survived <laughs> you said everybody. I, Come on, man. I don't even mean to laugh because God bless them and I need those children rescued. But do you realize that you just said they're teaching them swim lessons from in the cave? Yo, everybody. Because <laughs> this is what they're doing now. Thai Navy SEALs, um, who are not, of course, they're not authorized to speak to the media. They've concluded that they, it's they too dangerous them? to try to move them. And but now, you know, like I said, they're down there getting swim lessons, you know, safety survival lessons. And they've also started to pump oxygen down into the chamber. Um, A a doctor's report said that two of the boys and the coach were suffering from uh, exhaustion and malnutrition. So the situation is getting touchy. So I don't know how long it's going to be before they try to actually make a rescue attempt. What they've been what they've been eating for seven days? That's a good question. Probably anything moving in that piece. I don't know, but they've been trapped underground for almost two weeks. And more rain is in the Damn. forecast this weekend, which actually puts more pressure on the rescuers to get a plan together so they can get to the, get to the team before the uh, floodwaters rise any higher. So this is, you know, can you imagine being a parent of one of these kids, man, how, like, how much of a nightmare you're going through right now? Like, it's, I, I couldn't even imagine, man. I couldn't even imagine. So it's like, the rescuers had to enter, they had to navigate dark, flooded tunnels for six hours just to reach the team. I, like, I don't understand, like, you the facts, but I don't understand what happened, how this happened, how the hell they're so far in. Like, well, first of all, first off, you said Thailand, right? You said Thailand, right. so I don't even believe this is the true story. Them, them boys, they, they sold them kids yeah. slavery. Yo. <laughs> Y'all Yo. off the hook, man. Yo. Oh, I'm about to give work. I'm about to give both of y'all JoJo's, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, look, Listen, put it this way, man. I mean, if it's a I true mean, story, then God bless, just, God speed. You know, I, I hope these. Yo, I'm just, I'm just speculating, but I know that if you Google Thailand and um, you know, um, children, slavery, and all sorts of other things, like you'll get a lot of stuff pop up. So don't blame me, blame Google, because um, you know, <laughs> Google told, told me a lot yo, about Thailand. Was, uh, the, yo, Jimmy, who was the baseball player that went over there to allegedly fight uh, child? Slavery back in the yo, day. That's a, yeah, like that's a, yo, I, oh, oh, what was the boy's name? Oh, I gotta get his boy's name. You right, B. Austin. There was a it was a major league baseball player who uh, said that's what he was over there doing. Um, you know. Now we know what he was doing, but he did, he did. He was able to use that excuse. 
Yes, he was, because I, I got to remember this boy's name. I, it's going to come to me, but all I'm saying is uh, you're right. That definitely was a, um, a story. But listen, man, I'm 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 saying it in just you know, Google Thailand, man. You see all kinds of stuff come up, man. That's all I'm saying. Who do you think is a cover-up? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying right, the story sounds a little, little sus, but... Speaking of that based on, world. Jimmy, based on Jimmy's analysis, the kids, they, yo, the floodwaters is coming. They already here, man. They ain't gonna find them kids, man. Them kids ain't wild. They lying. Oh Godspeed. I hope they find them kids, man. Or, or well, they found them. Hope they get them out. If you know, it's not that situation. It's not a taken situation. All right, look. Speaking of that side of the world, man, former Ball State football player Wendell Brown. He just recently received a four-year prison sentence from a Chinese court. He got four years in China. Um, I'm going re- to read y'all this story real quick but or tell y'all the details of the story. But when I first read this and I was going to share it with y'all, like, you know, I, I had I had triple B jokes on deck. But the more I read, the more serious it was, like, yo, this is kind of messed up. So this guy, he traveled to China to teach American football. He was in a bar. An altercation broke out in the bar, and somebody threw a bottle at him. He didn't even react. He didn't even, like, get in on the brawl. He didn't start taking out little Chinese dudes and nothing like that. When people came close to him, they said the most he did, and I swear some of the bystanders may have said that some of this may have been on video. I don't know. I haven't seen anything. All he did was give like a defensive push, like to get the people away from him. He gets arrested. He's been in jail in China for the last two years. He just got sentenced <laughs> after two years to four years. They don't even know if this is going to be like a uh, credit for, for time served type thing. He might have to do four years on top of the two that he's already done. His mom reached out to the, to the president. The ironic thing about this, y'all, it was going on while LiAngelo and them were over there stealing stuff and getting off easily. So basically, you had these dudes because they had, you know, they were popular, you know, the dad's famous, he got into it with the president, you know, all of the stuff that could people could benefit from, the, the, the public relations of it, you know, got these guys off who were guilty of what they were charged of and admitted it, and by all means and all accounts, this innocent man has already spent two years in a Chinese prison. He's about to probably have to spend four more. And his mom was actually trying to get President Trump's attention about the whole thing when he was going over there when the whole uh, LiAngelo Ball thing happened. So she's really upset about that because, you know, of course, those guys got off. And her son, he, she's not getting the same kind of attention. And she's like, begging the president to get involved. And, you know, she's talking about how she would be, you know, so thankful, unlike <laughs> LeVar Ball, that he he killed the president after he claimed he helped. Yo, this is scary, man. <laughs> this is scary. Yeah, it it, it definitely is, man. Um, first thing I want to say is B. Austin, the brother's name was Adam LaRoche. Adam LaRoche went to fight um, women being sold as uh, sex, sex traffickers. Um, oh, the he baseball found himself man. in that yeah. crowd. Yeah, yeah, he found himself in that crowd somehow. So shout out to Adam LaRoche, man. Go to Thailand and get us the real story, Adam LaRoche. He had to do that research. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, he's looking into yeah, it. Yeah, man. he said he was. 
Yo, his wife caught him with the um with the young Jones. He's like, I'm over here doing research about like human trafficking. But that's either here nor there, man. <laughs> yeah, I got um, some <laughs> No, but these yo, we're not making this up though. This is these are facts. Like you Google people. Adam look up Adam LaRoche fighting human trafficking, man, and tell me what y'all think about that story. Anyway, yeah, we talked about that um, on the show. In terms of this other story you talk about, man, like, yo, this is this is crazy, man. It's like watching the episode of Locked Up Abroad. I don't know if anybody's ever seen that show before, but that joke makes me never want to leave the country, which is a yes, objective. Yeah, because they're saying, like, racism is running rampant over there now. So, and, and what I didn't get from the story, like, out of all these people who really were brawling, was he the only one to get arrested? Is he the only one doing this time? Either way, you know, by all accounts, he's an innocent man. You're going over there to do something positive. You're going over there to teach a sport to people who don't know a sport. You try and go out and get get your little drink on, and you get caught into something that has nothing to do with you, and now you're doing four, maybe six altogether years in a Chinese prison. Come on, man. They're saying usually sometimes they deport foreigners, you know, following a a conviction. Um, but it was unclear whether deportation was a possibility for him. You know, they're trying to, <laughs> they're trying to roof my man. They're trying to roof. Dang. And they said what I, 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 jokes, man. That that hurts, man. That's a hurt piece. Yeah. Man. That's obviously, yeah. man. Like it's, it's, that's sad, man. All right. So last thing that happened while y'all were on the grind. Um, we all know about the move LeBron made because we're about to talk about it in probably like two minutes. But his jersey sales have been on fire, even though you can't get them yet. It's like a pre-order type situation, like like with um, uh, Big Baller Brand. Pretty sure you're gonna get them, you know, a little faster than six to eight months. But LeBron's jerseys, they said the jersey sales have gone up 600 percent since a few years ago when he left Miami to go back to um, Cleveland. So, you know, I'm just thinking at this point, I, his bandwagon has just grown a little bit bigger. Like, I always give him props of how he can carry that many people on his man part and, and still go out and play basketball and jump high every day and stuff like that. I, I think his bandwagon has just gotten bigger. And the ironic part about it, they said one of the biggest, one of the places with the most sales is Cleveland. So the last time Damn. he left, they were burning his his jerseys. This time he leaves Cleveland, they're like, "We're leaving Cleveland too. We're going wherever he's going." I guess I mean, Jimmy yeah. always talk about it. Winning the championship in Cleveland is probably listen, worth man. everybody's you, you firstborn. Just, yo, listen, so you, now, just, you just stole my bars, man. Because what I'm saying <laughs> is, what he did for that city is bigger. I mean. Right now, I can't think of any NBA player like who's accomplished what he like. He's a he's a hometown kid who won the championship for a city that was so star for a championship that they have a whole documentary about how how much of a losing losing uh, atmosphere it is in Cleveland. So that's I'm saying though, they gonna they're gonna treat Kevin Love like this when he get traded to the Lakers because he getting traded to the Lakers. So. <laughs> that that <laughs> one championship is bigger than anything that he did in Miami. Now. But that being said, it also shows how they're getting ready to from Dan Gilbert something awful because this whole thing has always been about LeBron versus Gilbert and that has the analogy of uh, you know, people sitting in your crib with their feet on furniture in terms of how um Clutch Sports Gang treated this this run this this run in Cleveland. But the one thing they have seen have done 
is turn everybody against Dan Gilbert. Like when I watch mm. like pundits in the sports media, people that write articles, everybody has turned against Dan Gilbert, which wasn't the case. People actually felt sympathetic for him the time that LeBron rolled out to Miami. He was able to come home, win a championship, turn everybody against this guy to the point where now people in Cleveland, like, they're okay with him leaving. It's like, oh, I get it. You got to deal with this boy. Like, how work this magic. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, this doesn't shock me also because, like, because of the times we're in. Because I remember when Shaq went to the Lakers, he couldn't keep them jerseys. Like, it was the same, like, hysteria when a big-time player went to the Lakers. Like, that's just – that's what it is. Like, so that's not shocking No, no I feel that. I just um, don't think – I don't think, like, the sales was off the hook in Orlando, though. <laughs> That's the equivalent that's the equivalent that's the equivalent of leaving the first time. Like you know what I mean? Like so that's what that is. But I think this time like the sentiment is a little bit different even coming from Cleveland. Um right. because of like basically the championship and also um how people feel about Dan Gilbert. And I don't think it's just LeBron too. I think it's also in the way they handled the Kyrie situation. It kinda turned people off right there. So it's like you're Dan Gilbert. You win a championship. You have Kyrie Irving and LeBron James, and two years later, you have neither one of them. So this is even outside of just the whole LeBron thing. Like you have, you do have, you have Kyrie nor LeBron. Like I know. I mean, and that's I gonna mean, make him look bad. But I, I don't see that being on him. Context. Kyrie didn't leave because I know, of Dan Gilbert. I know. I know. Listen, I know, I know <laughs> it's context to it, but but a lot of times people don't even care about the context. It's like, what is the result? The end result, the end result is. We had a championship that we've never had, and the guys responsible for it, neither one of them are here. And now we have a guy who has a tail and a Duke haircut at the same time. So I, you know, if I'm a Cleveland fan, like, I just think of this context. I just, I'm not trying to hear that right now. Sometimes it's like, yo, I don't want to hear that. It's just like, yo, it's your fault, B. <laughs> well, you know, he said the same thing he said last time. I'm going to win a chip without LeBron. I don't know, you know, he must be talking about a potato chip contest. Yo, but. he's the only <laughs> person that believes that. Yo, yeah. I don't even think his little son believes that. Like, nobody I believes that. I mean, in all them years, you only got one with LeBron. So how the hell do you think you're going to win anything without LeBron? That's the crazy part about that. Yo, you can't. You if, can't he, if he gets the number one pick in the playing. draft again next year, though, I'm, I'm calling foul again on the lottery. Yo, but, like, who wants to play – in Cleveland, let's be honest. Now, like, they were able to land major people because LeBron was there. But LeBron not being there, I mean, I wish I had the uh, the quote from Joe Kim Noah. Like, that's just a fact. You're going to have to get the but guys not, who Jim, don't want to deal with They really person. didn't, though. They really didn't. What, what, what big-time really free agents what? went over there? Like, Kevin not Love was traded there. He did able. have to re-up. Yeah. He had that decision. He I know he's salty now. He agreed, he agreed to re-up LeBron, before the trade yeah. actually happened. So no, 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 no. He, even came. No, that wasn't before. No, he he didn't re up until he had played a season before no, no, he had they, decision. They, yeah, they traded. They traded for him first. Yeah, they traded for him first. But does he yeah, re up? He had, he had a, um, not there. He had he a might, uh, decision. He, That's the thing. LeBron talked him into re up, and then LeBron leave him high and dry. <laughs> now he's there by Cause himself. Because here's my thing. I, he I, won't I be look there. At it, I look at it a couple ways. There's certain cats like Kevin Love who does who who um won't mind playing in the Midwest and flyover states. Shout out to Paul George. But yeah. the, the 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 cream of the crop, they don't want that. They want the big they they wanna like the the days of um Tim Duncan and those guys, those humble guys are gone. Because at this point the whole league is gusting late 
cats want to have the media attention for the big lights. They want to they want to hit get the IG stop. You're not seeing that in Cleveland. Or but remember, else, you Jim, I mean, like Kevin Love was another. I'm going to the Lakers after my contract is up, dude. That's why, mm-hmm. like, I saw you talking to some Lakers fans, like, like Magic needs to make that deal, even though San Antonio trying to like trying to consumer thing, y'all. They trying to get y'all. <laughs> I can't say that. But, you know, even though they try to fleece, you. Uh, at some point, y'all might, I, I agree with you, y'all might have to make the deal because that's already two dudes. Kevin Love said he was going to the Lakers, you know, after his first year mm-hmm. in Cleveland. He ended up re up in Cleveland. Paul George said he was going to the Lakers. So, so, so the Pacers got him up out of there so they can get something for him. He ends up burning and the crazy Lakers. part is The crazy part is he makes Presty look smart because he actually released a statement today they were asking him about that. And he said, if not, if he didn't get traded to OKC in form of bond with Russell, which that, that comment in itself sounded kind of weird, um, in form of bond with Russell, then he definitely would have just went to L.A. But he, he, they took a chance on him and Russell formed some sort of bond. I, I think one of the articles on Yahoo called them, they act like the stepbrothers, like these two dudes are inseparable, which is kind of weird. I mean, they, they didn't even invite Melo to their party. It was just them two, not Melo would have showed up. But I mean, like, it's not that weird. Sort of weird relationship. When you're in Oklahoma the City, young boy, who else you got to hang out with besides? That's true too. That no, that's that's true. He's probably his only. He's his only friend by like by disco like circumstance. Like and Melo but, um, don't do no young boy stuff, true. so he probably wasn't even hanging out when they was trying to get him to hang out. Yeah, yeah, mellow, mellow, like fashion shows in like Paris, like sipping cognac. So he he on a whole different. <laughs> he was doing that in mellow, between mellow games. He was doing that on off day. Yo, yo <laughs> he a he a real dude because that's the kind of dude I'd probably be in the league, not even giving a damn about a chip. I'd just be enjoying yeah. life. Anyway, um, all right. Well, let me so get some. So we, but, can but get, we can get right back into that topic, though. Jim. Let me let me just give I you got, a quick birthday shout out so we can get into that. Um, and the birthdays are brought to you by nobody. Um, shout out to uh, John LeClaire. You know, all you Philly people would know him because he's a former Philadelphia Flyer. Um, so shout out to him on his 49th birthday. Former NFL wide receiver James Lofton turned 62 years old. Damn. <laughs> shout out to James Lofton. Richard Goose Gossage of MLB fame. He turned 67. And we'd like to give a a war room salute to all of these folks on their birthday. birthday salute. Yay! Happy birthday. And all right, it's time. We're going to talk about this NBA rap. Jimmy's going to get into it. But before he does that, you guys can check out our website at warroomsports.com. If you want to call in and speak to us about the wild week that was an NBA free agency, or as I like to call it, the, the Kitty Cat Association, Dial the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. If you're already listening from your phone, just press 1 if you want to talk. And we got some people waiting on the line now. Rob, we're going to get to you. Uh, Tobias, we're going to get to you. Uh, We got somebody else calling in from 917. We're going to get to you in a minute. We're going to get this started. Jim, you got it. Yes, sir. Time to talk about this NBA. And this is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. So you and your business need a custom website. First of all, stop using Wix sites that's only made for young ladies of the evening who live in Thailand. Get you a real website by going to digitalextremetech.com, or you can call 267-205-4203. And if you try and get the hookup, get a discount, say, listen, I, I heard about Digital Extreme Tech from World of Sports. 
and they will break it down, let you put something on it. You know, maybe we got the hookup like Master P. But listen, with all that being said, it's definitely time for us to talk about basketball because this that's this thing of ours for those who don't know, the culture knows the association. Um so with that being said, man, listen, uh yes, of course we gotta start with LeBron because it's basketball talk and we gotta start with LeBron because it's the biggest story in all the sports. To the point where right, well, Jim, kind of annoying don't forget me. we got a Yo. we got a guest for this segment. Uh the homie Joel Rodriguez is on building? the line. Basketball aficionado. <laughs> He is in the building. Hey, What's going on, big dog? I'm doing great. There How are is you guys, the man? LeBron defender. Defender <laughs> of the He had it already. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, what's good, Joel? This is Jimmy, man. Hey, Jimmy. How, how you doing, man? I, I, I'm, oh, I'm hoping man. I, I can... Uh... Well, I appreciate I appreciate the wake-up tweet. I get a tweet like five-something this morning from Joel saying, I hope this tweet wakes you up. I'm talking about the show tonight, so a salute to you, man. I appreciate that. But um, yeah, man, I, I was I was hyped for the night. I didn't even write notes. I, I'm I'm gonna try and do this in one take, like ho. So oh, I'm hoping, okay, you know, this, okay. This, this is really good. <laughs> okay, oh, one take, Joe. Let's get it. Let's get it. Well, the first thing I gotta bring to the table as we talk about the NBA is definitely um agreeing to a four-year deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I mean, a lot of people aren't really surprised. This has been rumored for a long time, but with uh people going in other places, uh, shout out to uh, Paul George. First of all, you can never trust a man with two first names like that. So we should have known from the from the rip that he was lying. But uh, you know, do. so he's an OKC. Andy, Paul George, <laughs> <laughs> and the other boy named Boogie. So you know, <laughs> trust a dude named Boogie. <laughs> well, Le- LeBron James two first names too, though. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like LeBron James, Paul George. Well, Any surprises here, though? Anyway. Were you um, in nah, surprise? Not really. Not really. Yeah. I mean, Paul George is still Paul George is a surprise because who wants to play for OKC? Um, I didn't know about him and Westbrook's relationship until he like opened it up. Like this was like a hidden like marriage or something. The way he talked about it, the bond they formed, and there was some I little, did, little bit of language in there. But remember, we talked about it. I wasn't it. paying attention. I man. think it, it really started when West went to bat for him for the whole All Star situation, and they started talking about it after that. You know the bond that they're forming and the way that West went to 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 bat for him might go a long way when it's time for him to stay. So you know, I don't know. Even though he made that public, you know, before the season started, I don't think I wasn't that surprised either when when he ended up resigning with him. I think I think the only surprise hey, listen, of the week for me was Boogie. We'll talk about that in in a few minutes. But. Hey, listen, man. Hey, hey, Dev. Hey, Dev. You my man, fifty grand, man. I known you all my. Actually, I. Asked, you like a brother. I actually known you longer than I've known my real brother. But if I gotta get a chance to go live in LA or live in OKC, you might be there by yourself, King. You, you might be there by yourself, dog. Like I'm gonna go over here, and, you know. Your game gotta I, I be better in that, OKC because it ain't nothing else to do. There, there are only there are only so many trips to, to Dave and Buster's you can go to in OKC. So <laughs> I'm like, damn dog, we we still cool. I hit you, I will text you in a minute, but I'm gonna be in LA, dog. Like, you 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 can have yeah, just popping ass chilies. OKC is popping, man. They get knives at house parties, man. OKC the place. Yeah. To be, man. I heard. Yeah, anyway, um, LA. So I think the biggest in LA. I think I think. I think with the options that Paul George had is kind of a shock. And not only that, the fact that 
he had this three-part series talking about how difficult a decision it was, and he didn't even meet with any of the team. So it it obviously wasn't right. that difficult when you didn't even meet with anybody else. Um, the yeah, that, two that, yeah. the doesn't mean he already had the decision made. He just wanted to do something, which which I don't really understand because, you know, that could – I mean, he's not as big of a figure as LeBron James, and we saw how the decision went for him eight years ago. So I'm wondering, like, why do you want to – televise this this you know for even if it's not you know there's people out there who's going to see this as narcissistic and you know why is he doing this but remember when it first started though i did say that to y'all i was like i think he's going to stay i think the only reason he has the guts to do a series like that is because he's going to stay because you would have had to learn a lesson from the decision you don't go on national tv and then embarrass a whole (laughs) fan base so I think but you know, know, when they announced that, I was like, yeah, he probably going to stay. What's interesting to me is that when LeBron actually went to Miami, um, we argued on air about it because I didn't really care. Like, it didn't bother me as much as it bothered you guys, um, the whole quote-unquote super teaming thing. Um, yeah, you, you enjoy what, like what I did, what I, But what I didn't <laughs> like was I didn't like how he handled it in terms of the decision. But in retrospect, I have the problem with the decision now. As first of all, it gave so many quotables in terms of I'm taking my talent to on the blank. It, it gave us like pop culture, pop culture quotables for one. For two, um, it just aged very well. And it also, in a time to me where like sports and everything else in life is made up of moments, the decision was a moment. Like this free the language right here, new, all this movement. Straight to the NBA dudes always said at their press conference, I'm yeah. taking my talent to the I'm taking my talent. Yeah, but but no one ever did it. We don't in the catch NBA on. Like I'm, I'm taking my talent to South Beach. <laughs> like the whole decision and everything after that, one, not two. We got so many quotables from that that like I'm not even mad at it no more because uh, you know, they gave us some nice bars that came out of that whole thing. But in terms of overall super teaming, I know me and Joel agree with a lot of things. some of the things like we don't we don't agree with because I've seen his take on a lot of things. Um. Specifically, the only thing about this whole this whole movement and of be, be error trolling did, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, no, no, but that thing is like something only, he only, says, right? Only like, with Russ. Only with Russ. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I, I, your, your rush troll, your, your rush trolling is like top notch. Like that, that's like yeah. I, I look for Russ to succeed or fail just to see your response. Honestly, I'm not even. Oh, yeah, yeah, we just um, yeah, we just talking about Paul George for five minutes, and it took everything in me not to mention Russ. So this, not to take yo, a shot. Yo, it was, yeah, you're right. You're rush trolling. But what did you say? Because of Russ, he's going back. He's going back because of Russ. Well, well you, you got to give him props for that. Props for what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, y'all so, just talked about the, the how nobody wants to be in OKC. You got to give And he ain't signed a one-year contract, man. This dude, yeah, I know. you bang with him that much to sign, you know, four years, you know, of course, with an option in the last year. That got to be something. Yeah, some kind of well, problem. I think, yeah, I, I, think I think just no no troll on the side. This this puts a ton of pressure on uh, Presty. One, OKC's payroll with the luxury tax is over three hundred million this year. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Like it's it's the highest it's crazy. in the history of the league, which is nuts. Everybody they can got get a bag out of Mello. They, 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 they can shave them right? hundred million yeah. off of that. They get out of Mellow. Yeah, oh, but the, the, you heard what even Adam, said. They got, even uh, Adam, they got unfinished business, though. They got unfinished business. They got to lose in the uh, first what, round again. What's, right. What, yeah, what's, what's the business? OKC is not even a guaranteed playoff team now because 
the Lakers are a playoff team, no? Like, you, you would think LeBron is, is going to make the Lakers a playoff yeah, team. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. Right? And Minnesota, yeah, when Minnesota so, was yeah. healthy, they – and Minnesota, when they when they were when they were completely healthy, they were top three or four team. It wasn't until Butler got hurt that they started to slide. So you're really looking at the seven and uh, who was the seven seed last year? You're really looking at the Spurs, Spurs? and OKC that were really the, the two, the, the the bottom of the West really as far as the, the playoff teams. So those are the two teams that I think you know are in trouble as far as making the playoffs. And Denver, I think, is is really good too. Denver probably would have been a playoff team had they been healthy. I, I don't I don't get um, why Paul George would come back to its, why he would sign with OKC before knowing what LeBron did like that that was the one thing that just bothered me like is you really think OKC is, is in a position to really contend with these with these other teams like it, but, it was, but I, I think, that, that has to show you something that y'all are y'all are ignoring maybe people don't want to play with LeBron like that it seemed like he was a I mean, little more thirsty no, than everybody else. Because there's That's no way possible, you make that decision time, unless you don't want to play with the dude. Or, or well, I mean, in your home situation. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Joel. Another thing I think is a lot of this is lifestyle decisions. It's not necessarily basketball related. Like, so he, maybe he enjoys being um, in a flyover state where there's really no pressure. Like these, these fans, they're like he's lived, lived like a king in OKC forever just because he chose them. Like. He essentially got the ugly girl and he's trying to make her pretty. So she's always going to have like a, a sense of loyalty to him because he chose her when Kate didn't like. So, but he had that. He had that in Indiana yeah. too, though. I'm about to say that uh, they'll be they'll be burning yeah, he the jersey. In popped out in three years. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they'll be burning I, the jersey in three years. I mean, that's that's not possible but, too. I mean, okay, he ain't gonna be too nice to burn burning jerseys like this. They can't do nothing. Um, I don't know, man. Paul, Paul George coming off. Coming off a little, a little shaky to me. Like, he he said that the Lakers didn't try hard enough to, to get him to last year, which is, mm-hmm. which is like dog. <laughs> Come on, that's man! Just, like that's, that's what you gotta that. say, say to, 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 Yeah, that's what you gotta say to act like there's a reason. You know what I'm saying? Just like before, before uh, uh, Devin Booker decided that he's gonna re-up in Phoenix, he had to throw that out there. Oh, I'm mad at them because they got rid of Tyler Eulis. So if he decides by chance, I'm going to wait and see what it looked like on the free agent market. You know, there's going to be people dumb enough to believe that Tyler Eulis, you know, getting uh, dealt was a part of the reason why this dude not going to come back. He you know, they got to put that Tyler stuff Hulis. out there because there's he, people he, dumb enough to he believe cared, He cared about it. <laughs> He cared about Tyler Hughes. They put that bread in front of him. He didn't care about Tyler no more. I don't think he cared about him that much in yeah. the first place. Leaving wiggle room. It's, 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 it's like the, it's it like the saying, a, a, man, thing, though, right? a, man is only as, a man is only as loyal as his options. That's what they say, right? So, um, all right. Cool. I can't, I can't all, carry all around cool. yeah, a, 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 a book a week, yo. A book a week, bro. Yo, Joe. I know, I know your opinion on uh, Brother Skeletor, a.k.a. Russell Westbrook, a.k.a. the hardest trans dresser out there. But are you honestly going to tell me that you don't believe that OKC has a shot at the eighth through the sixth seed? You're telling me they're not a playoff. No, no, they, no, 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 no. It's not I, 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 
I said, why would you sign to a team that isn't a guaranteed playoff team? Like, is OKC that much better than Denver or the Lakers, you know what I mean, or, or Minnesota? Like, no, they're not. And those teams didn't make the playoffs. So why, Denver, you know, why would fully, you fully commit? healthy, though? Fully healthy. You get, you know, Paul George and Roberson yeah. locking up, and, you know, neither one of them do oh, get oh, hurt. Christ. They're going to be a whole different team defensively. Roberson, I wouldn't I, – I, I don't want him touching the ball in offense. But you know, there's two sides of the ball now. Right. Yeah. No. I, but, I get it. I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say well, OKC is, is a guaranteed lottery team. What I'm saying though is that you you are you are committing to a team that isn't going anywhere. Like, let, let's say even if they do make the playoffs, they're probably going to run into. You're looking at this like he he had a chance to be on a quasi title contender versus just being on a bare a fringe playoff team. That that's right. Well, that's he, a lot. He, pre- he pretty much he pretty much went to the paces with better weather. That 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 that's what it looks like to me. To me, the paces might beat it. They might beat the Thunder in the seven game series right now. Yo, I, I agree with that. They to be a better team now. But here's the thing, though. He had all kinds of options. I mean, even even to the Sixers, right? To the Sixers, he, he didn't even look at that. That was his best fit. Because he's I'm not, not a, just saying he, that. As he's a not a superstar that demands the ball. He would have fit in perfect with a Ben Simmons and a Joel, and you're playing in the East. So the thing is, it's not just about you choosing OKC. You didn't even look at all your options. Like your your bond with Westbrook yeah. is so tough that there there was money out there to be made in better situations um, from a lifestyle standpoint and all that. But I mean, he chose he chose his boo over everything else. All right, let's go yeah, back that, to y'all. That, that's, all these I don't know. dudes wanting to play with their friends, man. Y'all the ones like this stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna play with my buddies. Got it, man. Listen, man. I, and, and, and back to my point. And back to my point about that overall. What I was saying that I, I understand Joel's point on a lot of things. The one thing that I think we can disagree on is um only one of these moves really like um I don't even want to say rub me the wrong way because I don't care that much. But I think that what Durant did different than what anybody else has done, including LeBron. Some people say, well, LeBron's move opened up the door for Durant. Okay, if you say that, fine. But I think what Durant did is worse than what anybody did, including Boogie. I don't disagree I really with do. that. I think that Durant looked like Boogie. No, totally, totally agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's worse. It is. It is worse. I just don't care. Look, with with oh, okay, me, so you're where I am. I'm, I'm, I'm always fair enough, but I, I do think it's worse. I think that would be the only one where it's like, oh, really? All the rest of them, I don't care. Yeah. You choose to do what you want to do. Take your power. Do it as you want to do. But for you to go down three one. The team come back, and it's primarily your fault. That just looked that that to me is the one that looked a little kitty catish. The rest of them, I don't care. Like you free agents, go where you want to go. That just looked a little sus to me. That's the only one out of all of these. Well, all right. First of all, real quick, I I, I don't want to go too tangentially, but uh, it was mostly Russell Russell's fault. Well, I was about to, I, um, yo, I swear to God, when Jimmy said that, I was about to cut Jimmy off. Like I'm pretty sure he don't think that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know. I, know. I, I mean, I, I, I saw him. KD I came up small in the clutch a lot in that series. I gave you the alley you did well. I gave you the alley you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I Blake Griffin that hoe. But um, he, uh, all right. What, what Kevin Durant did, I think, just made as far as uh, competition, it, it made Golden State into like an all-time great sports team, like dominant team. Right, it, that that's what it did. Because Golden State was probably a title. T- was, they won seventy three games without him. They won a title without him. 
they did it with Harrison Barnes. So, you know, when you put him on it, it's like, you know, it just makes it unfair. Which So it, it's, it is worse. But I've always been the type to applaud or be cool with the player making that move. Like him, him having that control and not, you know, ownership or, or GMs, you know, trying to make rule changes to, to, so that they can keep players from doing exactly what they want to do, which is why see, I, I see, like LeBron I'm, a lot too. I, I can compartmentalize that though. As a man, you ask me that, of course I want to see these dudes with that kind of power and control and all that kind of stuff. But I also, you know, I also want to see some kind of competitive nature from these dudes, man. Like, okay, you got mm-hmm. the power. But, you know, everybody don't have to use their power to go team up with, you know, a couple of other top ten players in the league. Like, it's, it's – y'all y'all like this stuff. I think it makes the league a little bit boring at times, you know, because I've been – I've always been one of those type of dudes that watch everybody. Right now, everybody's mm-hmm. not really watchable, even though I'm just, you know, a weird dude and I watch all of that stuff anyway. But, you know, some mm-hmm. teams just on a, on a regular Tuesday night, as me and Jimmy always say – they're just not even worth watching. And, you know, maybe if some of the talent was a little bit more spread out, considering that you and everybody else out there says this is the most talent-rich league we've ever seen, like, I wouldn't really be opposed to that notion if, you know, if all the top-heavy talent didn't all want to play together. Like, especially that yeah, dude. Now, but now, think, Mr. Think Tweet, about, Mr. Tweet, why, why everybody, why they stop going at these people? Why everybody want to play for the Heat and the Lakers? Like, Think about this though. How, how many how many teams like how many how many super teams do you think are in the NBA right now? Like how, how many teams one. do you think were guys just one. joined up together? One? Not just the mega team. Right. <laughs> they 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 surpassed their mega team now. Um, right. So how many how many teams do you think that you can put two or three all stars together and they'll win like 55, 60 games. There's a few. And, and I think that speaks to the talent that is in the league. Like if Kyrie yeah. and Jimmy Butler left their teams to go to another team, they, they'll start winning. If Lillard and Giannis, you know, or, or somebody goes to Philly with, with Simmons and Embiid, like there's a lot of different options out there where a, a team can go from, you know, 45, 50 wins to 50, 60. Now, again, Golden State is – dominant to where, you know, it's not, it won't matter. But I, I do think there is a lot of talent, and I do think it's a little more spread out than uh, you're giving it credit for. Here's the issue. Here's the issue. Well, not that it's not spread out. And, and there are, there is a little bit of parity. The, I think the point, and, and, and Dan, you could touch on a few, I, I'm not trying for you, but you know, the problem is competition. What is sport without competition? It's the WWE. When these dudes decide that I don't want to beat the best, I want to team up with them, never mind management, let's go and sit down on a banana boat. Let's go sit down in a coffee shop. Let's go chop purses together. And let's talk about how we won't have to play each other and we can make it easy and we can just run through the league and turn everybody else into the Jersey generals. Like that's corny. That's corny. You can be <laughs> friends in the office, but I want to whoop your ass on the court. Like I want people to know that I'm the best and you're in the way of that. Like that, that is, is corny. Not- 
I but do to think, me, to me, I do right, think short, shorts. Go ahead, Jimmy. No, all I was going to say is yeah, the bro. only thing that like, and we we went, we went through this on our Facebook, is this whole adage of this being a new thing. I think the only thing that's changed is transparency for one, and for two, the athletes having a little bit more power um, based on now versus the past. But any athletes had power in the past, Jim, that's a they kind of have done the same thing. And it's not a fallacy. And you talk about you can point to this situation, that situation. I pretty much tell you something damn near every year. In several situations that tried to come to pass that didn't come to pass for um, ownership blocking it reasons. I mean, there's several situations. I mean, even if you look at the Lakers, the only reason they got Magic Johnson was because Gail Goodrich, as a free agent, wanted to play with Pistol Pete, who was best friend, went to Utah, and back then as a free agent, when you went, you had to give a draft pick. Pistol, Pistol Pete gets hurt. Now, Utah stinks instead of being a great team because they had two of the all-time best players at that time, and that pick turns into the first pick for the Lakers. Now, that's just one example. I can give you 60, 80 examples if we had enough time to do that. My point is, if um, I agree, so my thing is I'm more inclined to agree you with the You're going to have to write that in the article. Look, well, we need them examples. And I, and, oh, yeah, I don't I, care. I don't anyway. But, but yeah. B. Austin was telling me that you, just, you, you can cherry-pick examples, and I'm not really cherry-picking examples. That's one out of a gazillion. If you read the history mm-hmm. of the game, you'll see the Cats have been trying to do this. The fact of the matter is now they actually have the power to do. Cats have been trying to threaten it. People threaten to sit out unless they get traded. When Dr. J comes from the ABA to the NBA, he doesn't want to go to yeah. a certain team because he wants to play with, with his friends in Philly. Like, this kind of stuff has been going on. Yeah. So that's my yeah, opinion. Yeah, well, that's not act like it's a, it's a well, personality. Well, if you want to say guys, if you want to say guys have been cat forever, that's one thing. Okay, cool. They've been capping everybody. But Cats have been trying to play the game. Well, you know how, you know how I feel on that, Jimmy. I, I tell y'all all the time, I'm not arguing for an era. <laughs> I'm not arguing for old guys versus new guys. I'm arguing for myself. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and, and if you give me 80 yeah. examples of the same thing, I'm going to tell you that all 80 of those is kitty cat as well. I don't care what era they okay, were in, where they came from. I respect from. that. I respect so, you know, that. I, I, I don't, I don't, whole, you know, I try added, to stay away from this the era added versus these young guys being, These young guys being different. No, these young guys have more power in exercising it. Right. But this kind of and mentality also, is sal- a new mentality. Salary cap. The salary cap and luxury tax also makes it easier for team for players to do this because before, before you, you, could, you could have signed you could have signed your guy for, for as much as you wanted. Salary cap and luxury tax and luxury tax definitely makes it easier. But let me ask you this: Can we agree that basketball is a is a culture, right? So it is a culture. Right. So now as as a part of your argument, it, it's that there's more transparency and there's more views into what these dudes do because they are brands and they're concerned. If not, if their concern about their personal brand isn't paramount to winning and competing, it's at least on the same level. And, and we're talking about a culture again then we're giving the kids that are coming up at them an earlier view into what they do. So that erodes the competitive nature of sports to begin with. And that's no, why it's no, different era to era because it starts earlier. It starts way earlier where these kids are more concerned about their brand than competing and beating up on one another. Hence we have jelly fan, jelly fan, let's all team up and, and do weird layups and make you know, and which is cool. You know what I'm saying? I like the creativity. Yes, man, but all, but all, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, 
all I'm saying is the culture hasn't really changed. Like a lot of these, even even it's funny because I see Charles Barkley, who's on like I, I'd rather I'd rather never win than the Super Team. But you say dude, and I, I'm not even talking about Houston when you try it then. In his prime before they sent him to Phoenix, he tried to force a trade to play with Patrick Ewing and Oakland. Like he tried that, it just couldn't work out. But the thing is, he actually tried that. So my thing is, Cat's been doing this. Forever. Now, if you're saying, okay, well, they're all cats. Also, these these guys. But these these guys, we romanticize and call tough guys, and and these people wanted to compete against each other. I was Thomas made moves to get Mark Aguirre on the Pistons as well. Like, all this stuff has been going on. Has been going on. Because of of the transparency, now we have a a bigger, more more insight into what goes on, what conversations are. I mean, right now, media is just making up stories. So, I mean, it's all fake news, but go ahead. <laughs> like you, you speak and you speak of the culture, right? And which is which is a, a fair point. Our culture also has has glorified rings as like the the one argument to just shut somebody up. Like even you, we we talk about Barkley, right? When when he when he argues with, with Shaq, what does Shaq do? Shaq points to his titles and and he sticks to it, and that's it. You know what I mean? When, right? There are people who legit think, like, to, to switch to a different sport, that Derek Jeter was a better baseball player than A-Rod because he won World Series. You know what I mean? And it's and we, we, mm-hmm. we hang on to those rings. And kids see that growing up, and they think, okay, I need to get this ring. Right? And and that's why they team up, because they want to get a ring. So for you to say it's it's it's, lack, it's lacking, uh, that the, the competition is lacking, when they're trying to get a ring, when they're trying to win the ultimate thing, I, I think there's a bit of a con- like a contradiction there, no? There's a contradiction. There's a contradiction from anybody in society who will say both of those things, which oppose each other, like you just did. But there's not yeah, a contradiction yeah, right, fair, fair. when we're talking fair, because I'm, I'm not... we've admitted a long time ago that the Jordan era has, and you know, this is one of my theories. I think the whole Michael Jordan thing ruined the game somewhat because of that because think about it there were people i mean look bill russell personally i didn't start to hear so much about bill russell and his 11 rings until the talk was about michael jordan and his six because there were people that needed Mm -hmm. to combat that well he has 11 but we didn't talk about that so much before mike got sick now all of a sudden michael has six Mm -hmm. that's what you need to do like they literally used to say like Kobe Bryant oh, won't be better what? than Michael Jordan until he gets seven. Okay, like I love Kobe Bryant, right. but which, which even if crazy. he got seven which titles, that doesn't make but, him but better than Michael Jordan. But you know what? Though, but so, that, that like, was that's, also a big. It's a bigger thing. It, it goes into marketing the game, right? Because up until Michael got in, there was never this talk about like who's the best player of their time being like the goat. This whole thing of being a goat. A lot of this is, is has to do with the league becoming as big as it became. Um, in mm-hmm. just marketing the product. So by marketing the product to say, hey, you're watching something that you'll never see again. This is the greatest thing ever. Look at these championships and, this, and the third. Like we never that that never was a thing before. The whole the whole adage of the best has to take the last shot is ridiculous, and that's for something that came through that era of marketing. It came well. through so that era. There's well. a lot that there's there's a lot that goes into that. Um, like. I just, I just like look at this a little bit different, um, and I understand like everybody's point, but I just, to me, the biggest argument I have in terms of like the culture is that this being a different culture, these guys are trying to do this as if that never happened. That was my biggest argument with this, and um, you know, and I know <clears throat> sports is, is 
a little bit different than anything else in life. But if you're looking at sports as a business, uh, to me, like this is what happens in business. Right. That, that's do. that's what I was I was going to use that too. Like if, let, let's say let's say we were all um, you know let, let, let's say we all grew up together and we were friends, right? And and I I came up with like a like a real good uh, restaurant, like a chain or, or dry clean or, or record label or something. Am I not going to try and put y'all on? So we, we can all no, like, try and dominate the sports, man. Oh, people try to always kind of all the but, time. Because, first of all, like people, it, it is, people it is to, the same as sports. Not even you're, just you're you're putting, owning a record label. People always try to compare sports to like regular jobs. Well, if you like, you, that's not a fair comparison. No, 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 like, no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing it. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not comparing it to me getting a job. At, at like Ford as a mechanic, and I get I make y'all mechanics. I'm not I'm not doing. I'm saying like if I make Ford, right? I'm gonna try and put y'all on as as some, you know, give y'all really big titles, and we all make money. Like we all become millionaires. It's it's it is the same thing. It's it's a, it's a career. It's, saying, it's, a, it's that is not the same thing as these dudes teaming up. All of these dudes it are is. millionaires. I, I, it I, is. I guess, I guess it, I guess it depends. I guess In their own right, they're millionaires. You're not putting them on to anything. They didn't put Kevin Durant but, but, no, on. No, but, 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 but for me, for me, the money has nothing to do with it. I, I, the way I look at business is a little different, too, because I do look at business and see how I treat business. And essentially, they compete the same way sports do, whether it's Coke, Pepsi, whether it's Google, Apple. And you better believe. If a if a big time marketing exec from Coca Cola goes to Pepsi, that proves and it's the equivalent of leaving one team going to the other. So First of I all, it's going to take a long time because they they said they sign non compete clauses. They can't do that for like. I mean, no, this is decade. true. This is true. But <laughs> in the tech industry, it happens all the time, though. Within the tech industry, they are very competitive. They do sign non compete, but oh, they find ways around that as well. But but that that that's yeah. okay. But I think y'all getting off on a tangent, I, man. I also, think that's, that those analogies are terrible, man. Also, also, <laughs> no, no, I mean, all all these kids, they're not they're not terrible. Sports, yeah, you, you're just you're just putting sports, sports higher than everything else. That's all. Also, these yeah, kids, kids no, higher, have known for have. These kids, these kids, y'all can't compare sports to regular jobs. Be you back on. It's not a regular job. If if I own Ford, I don't have. That's not a regular job. I fucking own Ford. What, what right, regular job is that? Okay, well, that owning it is not a, a regular job. But still, come on, come on, man. We talking about do you own? But, but, also, but I'm, and you I'm said, not even, you said, said you're going to put talking us about on. You said you're going to put us on, and so we can all eat and this and that. Like no, no, no. How is that, put, how put, is that the okay. same? How is that the same? If there's that, like, that in and of itself, that means we weren't on to begin with. So there's a, there's a difference in the weren't on when 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 they joined up with that's a terrible fine. Analogy. So that if if we if we all if we all had if, if we all had if we all were in the same industry and we all had a skill and we all got together and became one really big company that that's really what I was trying to say. Like, but somebody well, got got Somebody saying. has to be the best one. About, I wasn't talking about owning Ford and putting someone. I'm talking about first of all, business. The, the way this operates in 2018 is damn near like sports in terms of having people report on it, in terms of the movement of executives and people working. It's it's damn near sports. Um, but with that being said, we can we can make like a topic. sports analogy for anything we do. But but talking about this on a pure level, like y'all, it has nothing to do with competitors teaming up in a sport versus 
business so, to, so you know, we, to take over the so business. So if we're if we're we're the top if we're the top of our profession, let's just say we're engineers and we work for different organizations that compete, and we decide to team up. It's not the same. And Even make, if these are competing yeah, organizations, and, and make our own organization, it's not the same. What's the difference? I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's the same. Uh, it's the not same the same. I don't think it's, it's the same. Because this, this is an athletic thing. Like, I, don't, I don't think it's the this same. This is another thing. We, like, I can go at another level and take business sports. and money and all of this stuff out of it. I can say it's, something like, and this might not, not be that good. I don't think it's that great. I'm just giving, hold up, hold up, I'm just giving uh, an opposing view. Let's take the fame, the money. Let's take all of that stuff out of it. If if I'm I'm sitting in the crib. And my homies come knock on my door. And stuff like this happened back in the day. Come knock on my door. Yo, such and such and them. Uh, your man such and such and three of his homies are up at the park. And these guys aren't from your neighborhood. They're up at the park and, and they cracking heads right now. I'm like, oh, bet. Let me, let me get my shoes on. I'm not going to go up there and try to get the fifth spot on their team. I'm going to go up there and go at them dudes. Like, I'm not trying to join up with them so, you know, I have a chance to, to, to be up all day. I ain't I ain't got to sit down on the sideline. I'm going to be on the court all day. Like, I'm going up there to try to right. beat those dudes. I'm not, I'm, there's no trophies involved. There's no money involved. I understand all of that. But competition is different. I don't think Wade and LeBron is the same thing. In this analogy, the best players you're going to the park, and your friends your friends are the ones up there cracking the out-of-towners, and your friends ask you, do you want the fifth spot? These are your friends. You don't join the team with the out-of-towners. You join the team with your friends in that and out. No, but Jimmy, you didn't listen to what I said. I said you're from a different neighborhood, but you're but the whoever came to get me said you're man in them. I know them, but they're good. They're good basketball players from another neighborhood. And then even if they were from the same neighborhood, I'm not going up there to say, yo, let me get that fifth spot. Like, yo, I'm going up there to play against these dudes. I'm going up there to get them and, off the and, court because they've been up there running well, my court all day. Is, all I'm saying is, first of all, first of all, we have this thing in terms of like basketball because we love basketball, what we do, where we romanticize the game and also the history of the game. We have revisionist history yep. and we kind of romanticize what has happened. And it's just like it, it, it's just not that I'm because romanticizing my can, own feeling. I'm not. I didn't, I didn't say that you. I, first of all, I didn't say you did anything. I said we Which have a counterpoint on that. Including self and oh, so what I'm saying guy, is to say that you can't not, make the but, analogy you, to say you can't make the analogy industry to me is just false because you can say it's athleticism all you want to. I mean it's a sport, right? So and it's competition, but there's competition within everything. If I'm a top surgeon and you're a top surgeon and we work at different hospitals that compete and I say, you know what, I'm gonna go work at this other hospital with them so we can make this the greatest hospital instead of us competing at different hospitals. Wait, wait, wait. Analogy. Just, just, I get I get your analogy. I, I get it. I understand that. But then the question is within those individual fields, what is valued the most, right? So when you take money out of the equation, because these are professional basketball players, so there is money. They teamed up at the same hospital. There's a value. There's a oh, value in what being. I'm saying, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, we're there's a value in being the best baller out there. That does happen, Dev. But I, but Jimmy, I never it disagree with y'all that it happens. I just think that the analogy compared also, to a situation in sports, we can we can analogize sports with anything. We can do that with anything. Like, it's just some stuff that I just don't buy as being totally the same. 
anything we can but draw also, a parallel to, to your point, but to your I point about, about the competition yeah. in sports, like, I don't think that and running a business is, is the same thing. That's all. I'm not saying that we I'll, can't draw parallels. I mean, all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. The, 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 Google, Apple recently hired a Google guy who's like the who's head of uh, AI to help improve Siri. And if you read the business journals or the tech news, it would be a point of LeBron going to L.A. So it does happen. But the fact is... We okay, kind of then are they mad at him? From a are they mad at him for doing it? Absolutely. But some people are mad at People are like, man, that's a good all move. Right. I mean, but okay, it, it well... Depends upon, so yeah, people on both if sides. Of that. But all I'm saying is people, the people are mad at them. People are mad at these athletes. All, 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 I mean, I'm, all I'm saying is these, I mean, don't make the point as if people do it all the time and, and nobody cares. No, about I'm making the point. They I'm feel the same way as, 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 as I do. Nobody was doing that though. Nobody was doing that. people, people, people are going to be mad no matter whether you move or you go anywhere though. So that's that's mad. People don't like change. People are mad. That athletes have the ability to be a free agent, and some people are even critical because you see people say. They don't care about winning. All they care about is money. So Boogie takes less money and puts winning over money. And now these same yeah. people, I know one guy specifically who did this. Uh, oh, no, look, yeah. he's he, he, he yeah, talking about, about these people, but y'all are arguing with me. I don't do the, the conflicting, opposing views. I'm happy. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm to meet me with Carmelo Anthony. Where do you? If that's what you where value, do you rank? Where do you where do you rank and value competition in sports? And don't and do you see an erosion of competition in today's sports? No, that's my opinion. no. And my no, only thing I, is, I don't I don't see I don't see an erosion. Can no. responses that y'all have for everybody that y'all argue about this with because everybody doesn't think the same way. So it's like. Right. Y'all are arguing with me, but y'all keep telling me what other people do and how they say one okay, thing and then so, do another so, thing. So your argument is you don't we, think we're they talking about us right. join teams, they should want to go at each other. But what I'm saying is I, basketball I is bigger. If, if, if we're saying basketball is just about competing, we're saying basketball is just about you guys wanting to compete with each other. Like we're fooling ourselves is what I'm saying in response to your mm-hmm. whole adage of I'm going against those guys. There's all kinds of other outside influences that determine where to go. It's money, as B. Austin just mentioned. Sometimes it's lifestyle. They put a lot of those things into the bucket. It's not just about, hey, I want to go compete against him because he's the best. I think I'm the best, and I'm going to compete. And, I yo, and honestly, a lot, a lot of these guys are from the this. same neighborhood, yo. AAU, AAU, McDonald's, like these, these guys known each other before they went into the NBA. So they, they kind of are from the same no, neighborhood. You know right. what I mean? You're absolutely well, I right. And I think around Philly, oh, oh, and I just, I want to jump on everybody's job. <laughs> But it's the one thing I was in terms of making this different in culture. I don't think it's not, comp- it's not competing, but these guys, like Joel just said, are friends and have been friends. And, and what made me think about this is, like, so I have a nephew in camp, and when camp is over, he still keeps in contact with people in camp, like, based upon social media and things of that nature. When I went to camp, I mean, mm-hmm. kicks, I wish I could. Never mind, never mind. But the fact is, once it was over with, it was over with, so I don't right. contact yeah. with you. These guys form friendships from, from a young age and remain friends for decades by the time they get to go to college. Yeah, man. Shout you see, what's your name? Uh, Manu, Manu Bo's son, Bo Bo. He, uh, if, if you check his ID, like his ID stories or whatever, he, he bigs up 
other high school players, like from all over the country, because they all know each other. And they spend, so and they spend they, time together. You see Zion on his jaw, right. him there, and they like and Sharif O'Neal. They all hang together. Like this is a, so that's the one thing I will give you in terms of because These guys are friends. But I don't think it's a situation where they're making up friendships to go play there. These guys have known each other and have remained in contact. Right, right. It's not it's not something where they met up in the NBA and and just you know decided to team. I, I think I think this has just been a long running thing. And I, I do think that Golden State is super dominant in that, you know, they're, they're probably going to win a few titles in a row. But I think in the long run, we're going to have more teams, uh, like, want to beat Golden State, and it's, it's going to take them down a little bit, and it's going to raise the competition. And I, I think I think if you look at throughout the history of the NBA, that is what has happened. You know, te- teams have been dominant, right? And then towards the end of, the do- towards the end of their dominant run, that was when a lot of the competition started to come up and, you know, you had some really, really good basketball. And I think, you know, we're probably a year or two away from that, but I think we are going to get to a point where they're going to be like two or three other teams that want to join up and try to take them down. And that's where we're going to see some really good stuff. Too. And, and I, I mean, think but we're going to see really good stuff between what, like 16 out of 30. I mean, cause I that's mean, what, what we do. How long? Tell the truth. Yes, how yes, far? 16, how long 16, did we look forward 30, to Golden State versus Houston? How long did we look forward to that? From day one, people said season. that was going to be the NBA yeah. Finals, and the season shook out just like you know people said it was going to. But bro, bro, how how many how many throughout your, throughout the history throughout your, your whole life watching basketball? We, we, how many we, times we went through that? Me and Devin how, had this argument. How, His thing is, he thinks that it's better to have a couple good players on horrible teams that he can watch on a Tuesday night, like. Me and Devin had this argument because of my. Yeah, opinion, I mean, don't forget, don't forget for the average team. person, this is entertainment. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but no, my thing is this, though. When, I'm not saying when, that when I have you ever been wrong? Like, think, th- bro, throughout, throughout your whole time watching basketball, right? How many times have you picked your preseason team to go to the finals and been wrong with both teams? We've always been Probably right never. with at least one team. Probably never. Right? We've, we've, we've always been able to pick who's going to go far in the NBA. This is nothing new, bro, Golden State and Houston. We've always been able to know who's going to go far. So, so but the fact I, that we I, I were the fact that we were calling it the NBA Finals, like at the same time we knew that whoever well, because, came from because, the other side who they're calling a championship contending team. No parody. Yeah. When the Lakers played the Kings, when the Lakers played the Kings, we didn't do that too? Who, who, who honestly thought the Nets were going to beat any of those teams? No the Spurs one. were in the mix so we, then. We, 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 it wasn't like the Lakers. The Spurs were in the mix. The Lakers were in the mix. The Kings were in the bro, mix. Bro, no, but the Spurs, we that, that, but that's the thing. Same year. Right? But that's the thing. You said who thought the Nets. Yo, I thought the, the East has been terrible since like '98, probably before that. The East right. has been terrible the, the for, East a long been bad time. for a long time. <laughs> no, no the, I, the, I agree with that. The, but right. Does it get any better? Everybody wants to go play play together, and right now it just happens to be in the West. Everything's cyclical. It might flex one day, and it, it's going to be the East in, in a decade or two. But I can't think I can't think of too many eras or, or too many seasons where you could legit say there were four or five teams that could win a title. It's always been three at the most. I, but I, I, I guess here's where we think ah. it's different, right? To me, to me, this doesn't outside. I think the Warriors are an outlier, and I told I don't like the way that he handled that. I think they're an outlier. But outside of the mm. Warriors, 
don't see anything different than I've ever seen watching basketball my entire life. And the bad thing about the, the Warriors, Jim, like, is their success really was built organically, and now you know now mm-hmm. everybody like going with them. Now everybody, <laughs> yeah, now everybody running. And honestly, I'm not I'm not really buying the whole the whole cousins. You know, like people, I think people overreacted with cousins, man. You know, like that that Achilles that Achilles injury is is not is nothing to joke around with. Nobody's ever I feel what you're saying on that, shoes. and I agree with you when you say it. But his name is still Demarcus Cousins, so that's how it's going to be looked right. at until proven otherwise. His name is still Demarcus Cousins. I mean, he's the best center but, in the but, league. But, he may not be any no, longer. To me, he is. A, to me, to me, the he's the best center. center. I, I think it also. I think. I think somewhere in the middle of what he said and what was reported in terms of him saying that he thought his phone was going to pop the hook and nobody called him because there are several teams that confirmed that. Yeah, we know that. Like was even think to bring him in. Yeah, there's several. Yeah, no, no, that, that was definitely lies. But, but no, what Joel's saying no. is legitimate though because. That injury has been a killer to, to most people. But that injury, yeah, injury no, one, no one's ever recovered from that. But, like 100%. But that until, injury, until, that until that's combined proven, with his, reputation his, his name is still DeMarcus Cousins, yo. And he just joined yo, the board. Joel, so, if, if, until he comes out center, and plays like the crash in December of January. If the best falls off. Yeah, I said if the best center in the league falls off because he was 25 and 13 last year, let's say that he, he loses he – loses Something, and he drops to twenty-one mm-hmm. and ten. The Warriors well, no, didn't team, need but, another effort that wait, could do twenty-one on this, on and this ten. Team, well, 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 first of all, no, if, this, team, if he goes to twenty-one and he's ten, percent, somebody be twenty-one. <laughs> right? If he, if he's, but if, if Cousins, if Cousins is getting twenty-one and ten on the Warriors, somebody Clay, Clay <laughs> stats are dropping. A Durant, somebody's stats are going to just fall off the board. If he's getting twenty-one. But again, but just just more, just just more, just more because cousins cousins has never made the playoffs in his life in his career, right? Cousins signed for peanuts. He was also traded for peanuts, right? When when the Kings, when everybody knew he was about to get traded, right? The whole world knew the Kings were getting ready, to, you know, wanted to trade him. They got Buddy Hiles and a pick for him. When's the last time we accused the Kings of being a smart organization? Listen, Anthony Davis didn't want him in the Pelicans. They said that the, 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 the GM told Anthony Davis, if you want him back, just say so. And Anthony Davis is basically like, I'm not going to say no or yet, which is basically saying you don't want him on the I mean, but we know since, his, we, we know since the NBA draft that he's an asshole. Like we've known that. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm, what, what, what but he's I'm still, un, he's still an unguardable. He's still, a, he's still a, from a talent standpoint, he is the best center in the league. But I think that with the injury and all that, I mean, I think he can get. I think that he found a situation in which he can contribute. I think him going somewhere else may not have been able to do that. But Joel, the one thing I can say is they don't need him to even be. They don't. They don't even only be half the player that he was. To still have success with no on go, their Golden State, no, no, no. <laughs> and like, like I said, Golden, Golden State, they, they don't even need him to do anything. He go, cousins, yeah. cousins can give out towels all season, and they're still gonna win the, the, the title. You know what I mean? That's they don't need him to do anything. I, I'm, I'm just talking, I'm just talking about the people that overreacted and was like, yo, that's it. Like I'm, I, I'm. I'm leaving the NBA. That's like, 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 yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. they, they moving to Canada. Yeah, I'm not watching. It's, 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 I'm silly on that. That's just like, the only way I'm not watching basketball is Kevin Durant leaves and goes to the Lakers. And I'm out. That's just based, <laughs> that's just based <laughs> on, I don't, I don't even believe that. I think you still watch. That's just based on the name right. of Joel that's, because 
from everything you're reading, he didn't have fan. that many right options. Even, even if he had a couple options, he didn't have that many options. So they said the Warriors never even called him. He called them. Yeah, right. So that so what we what we saw with Cousins is, is twice in the last three years, twice in the last three years, every every team in the NBA had a chance to get him, and he was traded for peanuts and signed for peanuts. So at some so, point, we got to well, look at Cousins like, yo, what, for, what's wrong he here? For, he signed for a hundred grand more than Swaggy T deal. So my That's the thing, is, though. See, like, all the, that, like Jimmy said, that. he contacted them when offers. What y'all tell me this? How many of the thirty teams out there thought that Boogie was going somewhere for five million dollars? So if you ain't got well, something the latest, to offer, from, then from maybe what, you what, don't call. From what, from what we read, from right, what so I read, Atlanta wanted him. Atlanta wanted him for two years and eleven million, which is five and a half. And the Lakers passed on giving him five million a year because they said they didn't want to wait till February. So, so and, and the Celtics offered a comparable. Um, thing to to what the Golden State did, so it looks like that was his his rate. And to, to the Swaggy right, P so thing, if Swaggy P, if Swaggy P had that injury, he he he'd be out of the league. Hey, but but when we're talking about the stuff that we've been talking about, when you're talking about damn near getting a, a sure ring, unless you know, unless their plane go down, versus playing mm-hmm. in Atlanta and, and maybe some other places that are going to be competitive. But you're gonna to have to work harder because you just came off an Achilles. Yeah, your rate might be that for the Golden State Warriors, but your rate ain't that for Atlanta. Like, like Atlanta, I gotta come to the Well, well, well let me, why? Let me but now, if, if you give me five million, so if, if you if you had a chance to make five and a half million now for the Atlanta Hawks or five million for the Warriors, you really gonna play for the Hawks, man? That's what I just said. I said your rate is five million for the Golden State Warriors, not for the. Hawks. But that's what the Hawks That's what the Hawks offered him That's what the Hawks offered him right No no I'm I'm saying his rate Not what they're offering him We're saying the same thing What I'm saying For the Golden State Warriors Yeah my rate is 5 million My question is this though So basically Doug You're saying that's why he signed where he signed Because he got offered the same amount of money From every team that offered him anything Right. Yeah, and, and you, like you said, he contacted them. He's like, look, while I rehab, I'm going to get a free ring. <laughs> if these things, you know, check. I'll, I'll call them and tell them. Free rehab. Or- <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get a free is, ring while I rehab. Like Jerome said, the teams that offered him not, bread. He, he messed around not play until the playoffs and, and play like Listen, 10 minutes a game in the playoffs. The crazy part is Lakers had the chance to get in for that same rate and said, we cool. Look who they got there. So right. He had a chance. And they were running Randall. Team, they, you're in a rush. Y'all know that. And, and, they, and, they, and they signed the OG stat pad of Rondo. They got the OG stat pad of Rondo. And they got rid of Randall, who, <laughs> who was healthy, right, and and makes $9 million a year. So to me, like, to me, I mean, to me, Boogie, Boogie really, to me, Boogie really didn't have any choice but to go to Boston State when you look at what his options were. Unless he wanted to go play with the Golden State. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he had much of a choice. Uh, Boston, yeah, choices, but like, like I was just saying, like my rate ain't that low unless it's for somebody like that. Where think about it, he go to Atlanta, the expectations are going to be way higher. You got to earn that five million dollars, and he's not ready to do that yet, coming yeah. off an Achilles injury. I mean, even if he was ready to do that, who is going to Atlanta? What's up for on the, you know, 
couple of days on the off season to go to the club. But he he, he could have went to Boston and played. Right, yo, guys, let's go, guys. Is it, there, there were there were he other people on the phone. Boston, I, I, I kind of I kind of I kind of went Russell Westbrook on this. So um, I'm going to let the other guys Whoa. who were waiting on the, on the line talk. <laughs> All right, so listen, man. To your time, man. Thanks for uh, you know uh, no your perspective. We got some calls too. That's probably mad as hell right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm right, sorry. Man. We just you know got spirited. Be good, y'all. Have a good night. No doubt. No doubt. Right, Anytime, man. No doubt. All right. All right. Peace. <laughs> we got some some callers on the line, and people are gonna think that was a caller. No, that was actual segment. So you know, I don't want y'all to be mad. Like, man, they let that boy on for an hour. <laughs> so we gonna we man, gonna I don't go care if he's mad. <laughs> let's go. This gonna be a quick one right here. We got we got the homie Rob and Cali. We we gotta hear from him because this is one of LeBron's biggest haters, and now he's one of LeBron's biggest jock riders. What's up, Rob? I said it. <laughs> LeBron's oh, penis is on your shoulder. Give me this big oh, Rob, aka oh, LeBron's new caddy, aka hold up, hold up. Hold up, AKA hold LeBron's hairpiece. <laughs> AKA I'm the one that put his face over Kobe's on that mural. It's like, no, nah, what's no. up, Rob? What's going on? I know you have to hold up, up, hold up, hold up. Playoffs, right? Hold up, hold up. Now, 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 let's do this right. It's your boy, Big Rob, AKA, yo, the thriller in Manila, <laughs> AKA, yo. Fruit over veggies because I like them sweet. AKA Twinsies. It's showtime. It's showtime. And yo, here, here we go. It, I, I thought it was an earthquake, but it was my timeline was going crazy over Lakers fans celebrating. And it does feel weird rooting for your LeBron. I lost. I had to pay my coworker a lunch because he told me, he said, you know, you know, last season you was like, you want LeBron your team, right? He, and I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, man, it's a, it, it's weird. It's weird, but, hey, man, it's excited. Magic is going to make it great again. What? Everybody was talking crap. I remember I remember Dez, oh, and I remember You know, no, not everybody. You you were talking crap up until about no, a week no, ago. No, 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 no. I'm Twin talking crap. Austin. Greg, go ahead. Say what you're saying, man. No, I want to hear the offer. I want to hear the offer. No, you saying you said we was talking crap about who? About Magic? Oh, LeBron. Y- y'all talk crap. Yeah, everything. Well, look, look. So I'll, we I'll play this. I kind of knew it was either the Lakers and maybe the Celtics because of Kyrie's comments. Because he I wasn't know going to no damn Celtics. Kyrie would out again if he was Celtics. They would trade he was Kyrie. going to the Lakers the, the, and the Lakers. The, the, the Sixers didn't have a chance with the sweet stakes. They have a good prospect and they have an African. No, that, they, you know that, what, though? The thing is, run, he's saying that because we won't be Twitter. offended when you listen to this show every week and you know damn well that me and B have been against LeBron coming to Philly the whole time. So, you know, that's not, you know, I, I see what you tried Yo, there. Yeah, right, not really. the, the franchise cornerstone, <laughs> let's talk about the elephant in the room. Oh, and beat is one injury away from retirement. Come on now. Damn. Hold on, 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 hold on. Everybody in sports well, is one injury comments. away from retirement. Captain Ivy. For one, Rob, this is this is an example of why you shouldn't, like, be too far right or too far left in your opinions on anybody because 
Um, I can tell you from experience, like, I still, I, I still to this day, Peyton Manning is the most overrated athlete to ever play any sport. And I didn't want him on my team, and he ended up on my team um, and got him a free ring. He got, and he got a, but, a ring. Yeah, he got a free ring. Well, he, he was the worst player in the got a second ring. But at the same time, um, you know, with free agency, you just never know. So this I, I was laughing because you actually have been a LeBron hater, and, and it's probably because of your uh, loyalty to Kobe. You've been part of the Kobe tar and not the LeBron sexual. So, it, it's, but look, it's, this, it's, this, it's this, is, this is his twist it's now. Weird. Now, when he comes, when he calls into the show and we call him on it, his defense mechanism is to take shot at the Sixers as if, okay. Well, like, it, no, see, Rob, this is the thing. You've been so anti-Brown. You've been so anti-Brown. You've got to keep that same energy. There's nothing wrong with having a guy you I keep the same energy. You just you just can't change up the way you change up. You got to keep like listen. It, 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 tell you, it, it, he's it, on it, my it, team and he had that amazing season too. He called in and we say something to him about it. Yo, man, he hate Brian. Man, that's the Sixers. The hell they got to do it? Yo, 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 Rob, Rob, to illustrate, Rob, listen, listen to illustrate Jimmy's point. I'm a die-hard Eagles fan, and the only athlete that I truly hate ever was my quarterback for 10 years. So that lets you know. Like, you got to keep, keep, keep that same energy, man. Dude. Because you, you hate LeBron right now. It's hard. Rob, 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 He's not the only person that has to call into this show. That, that's totally did a 180 on that situation. And it was somebody else that used to call that. We couldn't give him the comp. We couldn't get him the compliment. Rob, listen to but, what I'm saying. What, you, what you're doing right now is is, is kind of is kind of what, what, what like a woman does. Like let's say a woman does something to irritate you, and you and you call on it, and she start bringing up something you did two weeks ago. No, but you ain't taking trash. Out. Like, oh, that's not what we talking about. So what you're doing be now is ah, you, you, oh really? You, you, oh really? You're on the Brian Jack now. You know, you Joel and B be injured. Yo, and you caught but, but listen, in the but listen, Jimmy, 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 they made a meme, they made a meme of EJ waiting for LeBron, and Rob defended it, so you already know what it is, you already know what it is. Rob, you Rob, so I don't think you got to play EJ. You got to take that whole eye contact. Pause. Let's, let's bring it back in context. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. I am not the bring it back. Bring it down. Bring it down. You just been EJ every let's time somebody takes okay, it. Okay. So now, 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 but I ain't trying to defend EJ, dog. What, what am I defending? Like you just gotta take that on the chin. That, that is what? what it is. Man, I want to talk about. I want to. All I gotta say is, I, I just get tired of people talking about get tired of memes. It is what it is. He has nothing to do with bat, the basketball. Why talk about? That's why I get mad at. Him. Okay. That, that, that's why I get mad at. Okay. But 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 huh? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. What, you, said, you said Magic was doing his thing, right? 
Because everybody said magic going to make not, them great again. I think y'all kind of overstating that as well. Concerned, it, it's like it's, it's like we got like different. First, we got LeBron fans. We got Laker fans. We got Laker fans who are weird for rooting for LeBron. And also, you know, we have secretly LeBron fans who are Laker fans who are now saying Kobe who. It's crazy. It's a it's a crazy atmosphere. It's uh it, it's unexplainable. I don't know how. It's called bandwagonry, son. Huh? That's what it's called. I'm kind of I'm kind of skeptical of, of. I mean, the organization's heading. I, I kind of understand that they want to do it their own way, Magic, Rob. And Luke's way, but I'm thinking, are they gonna build a champ or try to build a championship team, or are they trying to just build a show to make them relevant again? I don't. Right now, I, you I gotta get relevant that. again because there ain't no championships coming. There's not much you can no, do. No, they ain't no championship team. That's well, first of all, that's them. one of the things about this whole move. This whole move with LeBron is interesting because I don't even think it was basketball related. It's about a lifestyle and. Uh, it's, it's, it's not basketball related because if you wanted to win a championship, this isn't a this isn't a situation you jump off. Like no, maybe in a Jimmy, couple of years, but not right now. I totally one hundred and ten percent believe that if LeBron was a competitor and wanted the work of going after that ring, there's no way he'd be in the West. No way. No way. They can keep making the, making the finals in the East and like just hoping that you get lucky. But if you're but, – but, 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 but wait, Beyonce, but if you're a competitor and you want a challenge, wouldn't you want to be in the West? Dude, we just no, talked about competing and challenging for the last hour. It's, it's a couple Not things, much right? of that left. You're getting your – you're getting older, so you don't want to have to, like, go 150% night in and night out. Like, mm-hmm. you can't do – like, it's just not impossible. It's impossible to do unless you have a, um, a team. Now, the Lakers do have some young players that we don't know what they'll be. Um, I'm all about – If they'll be there next week. Really potential. <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, I don't think this decision was about basketball. And that's the only thing as a Lakers fan, they kind of, like – it kind of irritates me a little bit because – this really ain't a, this ain't LeBron come a couple years ago. This is thirty three year LeBron coming. Basically, this is about Bronny. This ain't even about Bronny. This is about Bronny wanting to go to a certain high school and they prepping him and, for his And this career. is about Savannah. This ain't really wanting about, to live in LA. Yeah, this, this ain't really about winning a championship. Now they're gonna make a couple moves to like put the show on, like you said, because ticket prices have already skyrocketed. So that's already a done <laughs> deal. Jersey sales are through the roof. So that's already a done deal. But I don't think it's about a chip for the Lakers. Now, while they have them there, they're going to try to do what they can. I think he's taking Shaq's advice. Like, there's no need to chase chips anymore. Your legacy is basically cemented. But but to me, as a fan, I don't care about, like, his personal life. I don't care about his personal life. So, for me, it's about what are you going to provide on the basketball court. Now, I think the Lakers were a team that it wasn't like the Sixers. No defense. You had to find roles. So I think that right now you do bring him in. If you have an opportunity to get him, you go You go get LeBron. You have to. Um, but I think they do have the ability to play defense now. When you bring in uh, Nemesis and you bring in Rondo, like, you know, um, they have some guys that can, like, teach the young guys to play defense. I think they'll be, a, they'll be an okay team because, I mean, it's, Kuz, can Kuz can play. 
Um, it's not a Lonzo LeBron. Save his life. It's not a LeBron type team though. It's it's, it's something different. It's, it's, it's weird. It's weird mm-hmm. bringing bringing Rondo in because it, it's and Laker fans didn't like Rondo. You know he's a punk. You know he's anti-gay. If y'all remember those comments, but you know the thing is, is that he, he he he's fierce. He's a team. I mean, he was also, he was also he doesn't take on. he doesn't take crap from mm-hmm. nobody. He doesn't take crap. And and so I like I like the fact that when you bring these veterans in here, you're gonna influence like the worth ethic of these of these young players, like you know, like a long and day, I, like a cool but I agree with that to a certain extent because a lot of people think because Rondo's there that automatically means that Lonzo's going out the door. But I'm looking at who Lonzo is as a player and who Rondo is as a player, there might not be a better person for him to learn from. They're like they're the same like, dude. Neither one of neither one of y'all like, can shoot. They both can rebound well for a guard. You know, Lonzo's not the defender that Rondo is, but he has the potential to be. Like, yo, Dev sent, Dev sent me a not a better player for him Yo, Dev sent me a video the other day of Lonzo shooting um, with Isaiah Thomas in practice. They were sitting there practicing. Lonzo might have the worst shot I've ever seen in a lot. Yo, he might be the NBA worst NBA player shooting like that in a warm-up, though. Dog. I mean, because you know Yo, you got you got you, you got videos of Jason Tatum going around making like ten, twelve straight. Go. Yo, you know you you, 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 you know that disturbed me. That 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 just you know that's true. That disturbed me when Luke Walton said he wasn't gonna fix his shot. And my and my thinking is okay. I understand it's it's like it's the season. You know you don't want to mess up wow. the shot, but in this off season you need to. Huh? You can't fix yeah, Lonzo's shot. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, shot. That shit's done. No, no, real talk, though. What's Lonzo, 20, 21? Yeah. Rob, he's been playing basketball all his life, though. That shot's not going to change. Even Rob, if they I'm try to tell, teach him something else, a, he's going to fall back in the old habits when the action is, you know, right there. Rob, in his face. Yo, so the best thing for him is to get the form of the game. Why does he float to the side like that? Why is he floating to the side like Rob, that? Rob, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something that that my two brothers will relate to because Jimmy got nephews, and me and and Dev, we we pop pops, right? Yo, you can't teach a 21 year old. Yo, you can't teach a 21 year old with kids how to shoot. He got kids, yo, man. You can't, you can't, you <laughs> can't teach to play a game in the ninth minute, man. Because the chrome rim is spinning. Yo, a coach, no, what I want to know, bro. A coach changed my jump shot. Because you know, what's EJ's plan for, for uh, 14 years for old. For Los Angeles Gay Pride. What's, what's EJ planning for the Lakers for Gay Pride in L.A.? Now, what, what, what's yo, the, yo, what's that going to look like? Around Why are we talking about EJ? We're talking about... No, how would get from Lonzo to Rob, Egypt anyway? Rob, why do you fall for it, Rob? Stop letting the trolls stop, stop it. Stop I know. I would have just it, went right over that kind of thing. Why do you care going. so much, the Austin? Why do you well, care Rob, so listen, much? Rob, listen, Rob, listen, listen. Like I was just saying, man, a coach changed my jump shot at 14 years old, and I wasn't on track to become an NBA player. So I'm pretty sure I didn't shoot as much in my lifetime as Lonzo Ball. Like that. It's, his form is not changing. He's just going to have to perfect what he has and try to make the shot with that. I mean, Reggie Miller has an ugly jump shot. He's one of the best jump shooters we've ever seen. You know what I mean? He's he he got ugly jump shots that, that got to work. He's being warm-ups looking like he don't even work. 
dog, why he float like that? I don't understand the floating part. Like, it's not just an ugly form. I'm going to be, like, floating to the left. Like, what is that? Yeah. Now, that it's stuff he really can work on. He can work on the movement in his body while he's shooting that ugly shot. But that shot is what it is. That's what that is. He going he gonna to be pulling the, uh, the 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 cart right from three for the rest of his career. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think wait, wait, I, I got, I got, I got because I, I like I like Bielsa's input. Do, do you think being around the Laker Nation that LeBron will change his game because because I'm thinking about this when he meets with Kobe Bryant and he embraces that that that. That uh, how you say it? That Zen. I'm thinking. Do you think that um, LeBron got Mamba will develop a better post game? He has to. No, He's getting older. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'd be like, no. At this point, he has to because he's getting up in age. He's oh, not going to be able to live off what he's lived off. Even though he's a cyborg, he doesn't he have no signs of slowing down. But. Hey, but Rob, no and Tobias been on the he line can, like fourteen he, times, and I know he's mad at me. Okay, okay. Instead oh, of everybody oh, else. By, 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 by the way, I gotta go. By the way, Tobias, all I gotta say is this: immigrants are not gonna and uh, undocumented immigrants are not are not in jeopardy to take any of these three gentlemen's jobs or even your jobs. <laughs> Look up the tree of Hildago, the descendants of the people of this take land. My job. Rights to us. Okay. Give them jobs. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so Tobias, stop being a black Republican. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. You know what I mean? You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, all right Rob. We holler. All right, man, Rob. <laughs> Shout out to you and you. I hope you're all right. Tobias, what's going on, what brother? I should have kept Roll him on the line. He, he take a shot at you and then leave. <laughs> hey, all I got to say is, Rob, that. I hope Hillary Clinton put you in those super predator, call you a super predator, and uh, and, and hit you up with three strikes. But uh, uh shout out to Rob, I love Rob. But uh, all right, first things first, right? Before I get on this, before I get on LeBron, Bucks fans are stupid. Now they thinking Nick Foles may be the savior. We're gonna trade for him. Now they talking about Sam Bradford. Now they believe in Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm like. <laughs> Oh my good lord. <laughs> Yo, Sam Bradford, stay with a gig. Yes. Yes. And I so I was like, you know who gets a pass for, for not beating anybody good? Matt Stafford. But that's a whole different conversation at a later date. But uh why does LeBron say fight? But to me probably not probably not new. I'm just now seeing it. Yeah. Steph Curry and his wife, but, Aisha, had a baby boy recently, so shout out to them. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Draymond's baby. Yeah. You know what, though, guys? You know this, this LeBron thing, right? I'm not mad that he went because, hey, like what Jimmy was talking about, the thing that gets me is like how everybody went against Dan Gilbert. The man pretty much did just about everything LeBron wanted to do. <laughs> whatever LeBron pouted, he did whatever LeBron <laughs> wanted to do. I'm like, yeah. hey, and the thing was, part of this was like LeBron there wanted to commit. So how the hell can you get Paul George to commit in a uh, potential trade if LeBron ain't gonna commit? Because who's going to Cleveland besides the fire drunk like LeBron? And so I, I think he's kind of gotten a bad rap in that regard. Here's the funny part: I listen to some stuff, some sports stuff today. You know, at the job. And your and your favorite bronze sexual Nick Wright was out here talking about it's hilarious now. 
Boogie Cousins bad for the NBA because he's a super team, so it ain't fair. But where the hell was he at when LeBron was former super team? So it seems like with this stuff, it's, it's like if you like the player or the team, it's all good. If you that's don't like the player or the team, you, now you're mad. And, and that's not just sports either. You know, when we make analogies outside of sports, that's not just sports either. That's how people do. If you, you know, yeah. if you like something versus if you don't like it, you're going <clears> to <throat> argue for it in a different way. And you're going to look like yeah. a hypocrite. That's, that's just human nature. Honestly, I want the Bulls to have a damn team. If if we, I, I hope to Jesus, I'll go to church. I'll start going to church if the Kings offer Zach Levine twenty plus million. The Bulls say no. I'll be in church Sunday morning, put my money in the tire plate. Ain't no way in hell I'm giving him twenty million. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, but the thing is, is that that's the way the league is now. You have to probably tank a little bit, get some young players, hope they be good, trade some of those off and land some of these players, may trade for them and all that, and hopefully to compete. Because go to That's state like y'all say, and it's an anomaly. There's, there's not much in between. It's like, <laughs> like yep. now they got a team up or tank. Yeah. <laughs> and, and people in the NBA come out, watch it tank. It's like this. Like, at the Bulls, for example, although I hate the front office, and a guard former John Pack says, uh, you know, they stopped on the side of the road, I'd probably speed off on them. Hopefully I don't turn their wave. You know what I mean. Uh, I might put pepper. I might, I might put um, you know uh, permit patty on them. But anyway, uh, they, they were like eight seed. They were hooked like eight seed, seven seed a couple years ago. What's the point of keep running that and you're not getting anywhere? You can't even get a good draft pick. So you might as well tear it down, especially if you're not if you're not even competing. But I'll say this real quick. Well, I think like people talk about the Jordan days and all that. I think the difference is, let's say you knew Jordan was going to win or Magic or Bird. It's like the teams they beat gave real pushback, and there was some suspense. Like, there were years the Knicks took the Bulls deep or the Pacers. Some of those teams were like the Suns or like the Houston with the Lakers or Mavericks. I just think the fact that there's no even not much pushback now is what people should be focusing on because if you got pushback, you may be able to win a game six or a game seven. Instead of like it's predetermined, it's not even about winning a series. It's about how are they gonna sweep it or not. Cleveland push back in game one. No, no. Oh man, don't even get me started on that. Talking about I mean, oh, Houston, 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 damn near won the series. Some people believe that if CP3 was healthy, they would have won. Yeah. Uh, that, that that's, one thing. Yeah, that's, that's the matchup we all waited for the whole season. We knew what it was gonna be. Oh yeah, it's the only team that can compete with them in a real series. And you know what? And Houston's going to miss Trevor Ariza and, uh, because, now, I don't blame him for getting this money. But, I t- but like, this whole Paul George thing, for example, hell, he might as well stay in Indiana. But I think Indiana's kind of happy he's gone because look what they end up getting. <laughs> you know, uh, I think yeah. Indiana's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Too. I think Indiana might be a better team than OPC. <laughs> they might be. They yeah. might be able to beat them. <laughs> and the thing that kills me is that uh, now OKC wants to pay the luxury tax. Why you got Melo out here getting lit like Kim Jong-ul out here and, drink, and smoking That's cigars when he's working Mello, out. Mello is, Mello is hashtag living his best life right now, man. Like, y'all can't tell me nothing about Mello. Mello don't even care about basketball, dog. Mello's out here being a world traveler. He's taunting, he's taunting this, uh, the people that paid on him. He's taunting the team. Like, look, y'all got to pay me. 
Like, Melo is out of pocket, but he's also that guy right now. Hey, we always what? talk about it. Some people got different priorities, man. Can't you know what? Look at just like right he and LeBron. Look at he and LeBron are great, supposed to be great friends, right? Look how dedicated LeBron is. And look at Melo. And LeBron, how he takes the game seriously, his craft, his health, his fitness, is one of the reasons that he's been going strong this long. And I do believe with this Laker team, I just hope Magic doesn't get name crazy. Just add names, big names, and say, oh, we'll trade for this guy just because he's a big name. Because the funny part is, all I heard last season was Lonzo Ball is trash, Brandon Ingram is trash, Kuz was nice, but but now LeBron's in town, oh, he's an asset. He's a real asset now. I'm like, pick (laughs) one, people. (laughs) You know, uh, you know, and I know you guys got to go, but I'll say this at the end. Uh, I like what you guys do, but at the same time, like LeVar Ball, right? Why do these media people keep giving this guy any attention? Uh, He's just talking crazy. He's just fun, he is man. Having a, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. He it's has no fun. personnel control. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't run the Lakers. He, he got some personnel control. He's going to get his son shit right out of town. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> You know what, Lonzo, the thing is, Lonzo, I really think LeBron would do him so good. It's like because I think I don't think a rookie has been under the microscope like this since LeBron came into the league. And I always said the purpose is Lonzo handled it well. But I think LeBron would probably be good for him. It's like how to handle that stuff, you know, health, fitness, because Lonzo got a little bit bigger to so help him stay healthier. But I think they got a good young because I believe they probably snuck into the AC anyway before LeBron came in because they were playing good ball. But I think he'll be good for the team, and I, and I think that the key is don't get Luke, don't get mad at Luke Walton to have him fired before Thanksgiving, and also just be a little patient, you know, because there's going to be some growing pains, and you ain't beating Golden State anyway. The key is disown your daddy. <laughs> yeah. Everything but, hey, cool. you guys have a good one, man. And shout out to Jimmy Butler. Who who every team may hate him, but somehow still Derrick Rose fault. But anyway, hey, you guys have right. a good one. I appreciate it. It's crazy. Yo, I quick stat of the week. I stat of the week. Yo, now that LeBron has joined the Lakers, six of the top ten players on the NBA's all-time scoring list are are players who played for the Los Angeles Lakers at some point in their career. And I don't even have the list in front of me, but I could try. Now you know, you got LeBron, you got Kareem, you got Carl uh, Malone, Kobe. Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, and one more. Uh, damn it! I thought I could do it. One more person. Did you? You said Kareem, right? That Kareem, Kobe, Wilt Malone, Wilt. Wilt. There you go. Wilt. Wilt. Wilt's the sixth one. There you go. Yeah, so six out of the ten. No human being should be able to do have that. Have donned the purple and gold at some point in their career. Um, I would say, I guess everybody except for LeBron and Karl Malone, probably the bulk of their the points that they scored came in the Lakers uniform. But, um, well, not Wilt either. He's joined. Yeah, not yeah. You're right. Wilt didn't play that long. So. LeBron Will, and Will. Will was the best. Man, Will came to the Lakers and was like, watch his assist game. Let, gave, start giving him <laughs> dimes up from the center position. 
Big Dad Jerry. What was the best, y'all? <laughs> what was the best, y'all? So, yeah, it, it's been a wild week, man. The league, as y'all been saying, <laughs> kind of is WWE. It's entertaining. Yo, look how long basketball this summer so far has held back any news from the NFL. Like, nobody really cares what's going on in the NFL. Yo, cats don't care about the NFL. Well, first of all, that's because it's a bunch of slave catchers running teams. But um, outside of that, um, baseball is, the, like, the biggest baseball is the show. Because, like, they're, they're in mid-season, y'all. They're, like, they're, they're like in Yo. mid-season and no one Are cares. They don't even lead off sports center. No one cares. Yo, what's baseball? That's crazy because remember, real quick, B, remember when we first started doing this? We used to fret in the summertime. Like, yo, what are we going to do for stories when, you know, all the other programs is leading off with highlights of home runs and all that kind of stuff? We used to fret. Like, what we like, summertime used to be when we used to have topic-based shows. Like, we would just make something up and have topics. Now, yo, <laughs> the news cycle is just as crazy. Soon. Pretty soon, we're going to be talking about esports. And, and, and it's taking a harkening back to our conversation earlier this evening, we talked about like what what could be compared to a what is a sport that whole thing. Yo, on on Netflix, there's a documentary uh, series called Explain. Where they explain like different things and culture or whatever. They got a, the one of the newest ones is on esports. Y'all should go watch that. Uh, it's called Explain. Look up the esports, John, and how fast cool. it's growing and how like y'all man, y'all man that run the NBA is already invested a gazillion dollars into it because he's already looking at the future. That's <laughs> shout out to Golden Boy Promotions. They made a deal with Facebook. They're gonna be broadcasting fights on Facebook now. That's what's fighting off Var. Var did it first, dog. <laughs> did it first. AJ voice. Var did it oh, first, yo. We got some parting shots before Jimmy get us out of here about the week that was in the NBA. Twenty seconds. Oh man, yo. Kitty cat. Yo, I'm. I'm I'm so I'm sorry with the Warriors, man, because they done went and signed Thanos, and now it's just. I like, mean, what, I mean, what, what are you real, real quick, be Austin. Before we get out of here, like, yeah, because I, I see a lot of people saying they're salty with the Warriors. I mean, I get the whole Durant thing, but from their perspective, what are they supposed to be? You got this boy calling yeah. you. You say, give me no. I'm gonna work for you. No, no, no. Listen, when I say I'm salty, I come there for five million. In your pocketbook. Um, I say I'm salty. It's not really a salt that's like blame, like it's their fault. They're they're just playing the the they're playing the hand they were dealt, and they're doing they're exactly what I would do as a business. Because I'm just salty that they're a part here. I know I know y'all dudes hate the business analogies, but I always make them because that's like my life looking at business, looking at sports. So I always make the analogies, but. I see often where businesses don't plan for that next step. Like, they'll get dominant for a, a, a time and don't do the next thing to stay there. Um, so it's sort of like when – I'm use Facebook as an example. When Facebook changes something and we all hate it, the next thing you know, you're like, yo, this isn't that bad. It's because they, they're kind of hitting what they have to do to stay relevant. And I've seen the Celtics not prepare properly for after uh, the big three. I've seen the Lakers let Kobe rob them and not prepare for life after Kobe. So from a Warriors standpoint, I think they're doing all the right things to try to maintain this level of superiority as long as possible. Yeah, um, yeah. They they working with what they're doing. Yeah, we've seen we've seen the flip side of that. 
mean, look at Cleveland. And Jimmy, don't get me wrong, though. With a bunch of nobodies. I don't hate. I don't hate business analog- uh, analogies. I just hated the one that y'all tried to use about these dudes running the team up together. <laughs> the, well, I think that means you all make a two different points. Originally, we were, we, were about, making two different, we were making two different points. He was talking like about business, forward. I, I, he, that's something yeah, else. That's because that's about dough. Like, at, at the end of the day, that's about yeah, dough. Yeah. I, I like, talk, and these I his dudes who are already, their brand is already top-notch. They trying to get together. Listen, though, like what LeBron going to bring to the ring when he called in? A different, I was making a different point with that, and in fact, <laughs> based upon what you guys feel, businesses might be where you need to go watch it. Go read the Wall Street Journal because there's more competition over there than there's in the NBA. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, Facebook. Listen, everybody called in, got through. We appreciate those we can get to. We apologize, but here's what you got to do: check us next week, same place, same bat channel. Or listen on demand. Everything we do can be found at the hub, which is warroomsports.com. All of our social media, all of our content, everything can be found at the hub. And pick up my book, Sports the Book. You can go to sportsthebook.com or go right to the hub at warroomsports.com. So until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you chimps on top. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.